In part two of episode 80, we look at our recent photos and really dive into some of the photographic elements of our images. Hello, everyone. It is Monday, December the 26th already. Uh, 2022. I'm Greg McMillan, and this is the iPhoneography Podcast. And uh, hello, Dave. How are you? Yeah, doing good, Greg. I think we're both completely stuffed at this point. Uh, we had ham for thank for Christmas. Oh yeah. So that means we have ham and bean leftover soup for the next week or so. There you go. Not complaining, <laughs> just that after a week or so, it gets a little long in the tooth. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. Um, yeah, I mean, so, I mean, last week, we're, we're still, I guess you could say we're still in the holiday mode here. Um, oh, yeah. You know, it is only Boxing Day. So, uh, last week, we talked about, you know, shooting tips for the holidays and whatnot. So, hopefully, everybody um, made some wonderful memories that way. And mm -hmm. this uh, on this show, we are going to talk about our recent photos, and um, we'll save our holiday photos for another time. But you know, just yeah. things that we've taken recently, and um, when we talk about them this time, like we've always given the story behind the image, but based on some awesome feedback in the uh, Facebook Messenger uh, chat for the podcast. Um, people have wanted to, wanting to know a little bit more than just the backstory of the images. So we're going to try to get into, you know, composition and, and why we framed it the way we did that type of thing. So, um, uh, that's what we're going to try to do. You know, we, we've never dug into it that deep before, but, uh, we're sure going to give it the old schoolboy try. Um, so. We'll start with you, Dave, and we'll we'll alternate this week. So we'll, we'll start with your first one, which is a red something. <laughs> <laughs> this is actually um, to get into the Christmas spirit uh, when we had before the snow hit. Um, but there was some frost in the morning. And this is an outdoor light that we have. It's oh, one, of those one of those. Okay. Mm hmm. Yeah, this is one of those. They look like giant. They're I want to say giant. They're around a foot high, eh, maybe half a foot to a foot high uh, lawn uh, that you would use like a path marker. Right. Okay. Um, and it looks like an ornament or not an ornament. It looks like like the old fashioned uh, light you would put on a tree. Mm -hmm. Just giant sized. Uh, and this is looking from the top down at the frost. Yeah. So this is this is pretty much macro mode, if you will, because I got pretty close. Um, but I didn't want to get too close and cut out the pattern on the the crisscross pattern on the side. Yeah. Yeah. So that's... you can actually see the little ice crystals if you look towards the middle. Yeah, that's cool. So, um, yeah. So oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. It, well, the nice thing about that, too, is it's a square crop. Which works perfectly fine with just a round object. Mm -hmm. You know, th there's no need to have it. Um, you know, you, there's no need to use the rule of thirds here for this one. Right. And, and like this, this is also one I think I was just running something outside. And I it, 
I was literally running because it was, I think it was running like a last minute trash out in the morning. Uh, and like I said, there was frost and I just happened to look down. I'm like, that looks like an interesting pattern from the top down. Cause you never, no one ever looks at the lights. And this is one major advantage of the iPhone. Uh, the 13 pro and the 14 pros is the build in macro mode. Yeah. Because I was able to get pretty close. Good enough. You can actually, like I said, you can actually see the cube, the crystal cubes that are frozen on this. Cause this is a live photo. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is, you know, that, that is a huge advantage of having this is that if I didn't like a particular, you know, while I'm trying to take the photo, look down and hold the camera in freezing temperatures. Um, if there was a little blurry, I could always use the live to reposition it. If I didn't like how it was looking, uh, I did very little editing on this though. Um, I think I did some in the photos app, built in photos app. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's pretty much it. Um, other than that, it's just, I, I, like I said, it's, it's, it's early enough where the frost is there. It's not completely covering. So you see the individual cubes, but they're not melted away yet. So you can still see them as cubes. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, I mean, I'm a, I'm a sucker for a macro picture anywhere, <laughs> as you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I really like it. It almost looks like salt crystals, eh? Like the way mm-hmm. they're they're just uh, yeah. Um, you know, it, it doesn't look so much like frost, even though it is. But um, you know, and going with the holiday theme, you got red with a green background, and you know, with white, you know, white frost on, on the ball itself mm-hmm. or on the, the, uh, is it a ball or is it a, like a thing that comes up to a point on top? A thing that comes up to a point on top. Okay. Yeah. But looking straight yeah. down, and you like can't a, even tell really. Oh, no, no. And that's what gives it a little bit different. Like I said, it's one, it, it looks from the side like an old fashioned light that you would put on a tree. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah. Uh, so it has that elongated look to it, uh, almost like a candle flame. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So yeah, but except it's much larger. Uh. But you don't normally look from the top down or straight on the end, though. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what makes it kind of cool. You know, it, it, mm-hmm. it leaves leaves a little mystery to it. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And if you don't tell what people like, is it in in the background? You can't tell that's grass. Not really, no. Just because the way the frost it's is really on hard. It. Yeah. Yeah. The only thing that really shows off. You'd almost it think it's like a, a light on a tree. Yeah. And and you that that yeah. blue line that goes in behind is obviously the 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 power cord. You know, exactly. but that looks like a, a the, the power cord on a Christmas tree light. <laughs> yeah. There's no. There's no. There's nothing outside of. You know, a very blurry background and what I'm taking the picture of to tell you scale. Yes. So yeah, this could right. be something that's exceptionally small. It could be something very big. You don't know from the just from the picture. Yeah, that's right. And uh, had you had you not said that you, you were pretty close to macro mode with it, then who would know, right? Exactly. Uh, now, 
Can you take a macro photo with a live photo? I wonder. Mm-hmm. Can you? Okay. Oh, yes. Yeah. All right. That's cool. Yeah. Well, that's uh, that's an interesting one. Um, my first one, uh, it's a little out of order in the way that I sent them to you. It's actually going to be the, the, the second one you see there. It is a uh, low angle view of a very small railroad track in uh, mm. uh, in in a town that's about half an hour or so away from here on the Lake Huron shoreline called Port Elgin. And years ago, there was a small train that used to take people for rides through this wooded area along the waterfront, and then it would loop around and come back. And so we were over there just for a drive, just to get out of town and go go somewhere and do something. And um, we were walking the dog along this. There's a path to the left of the frame. And uh, like these these railway ties, they're like four by four pieces of wood. So that's how big they are to give you a sense of scale. Okay. And of course, you can see the leaves and the pine needles there. Okay. And and I keep forgetting to say this right at the beginning, but folks, look at your phone. You'll be able to see it. If you can't see it on your phone, go to the website and you'll be able to see the images there. But um, so these these tracks are only about maybe, I don't know if they'd be three feet apart. You know, so they're they're pretty small. Okay. So what I did was I had my reflex uh, telephoto lens with me, and I put it on, I think it might have been the telephoto camera. And um, uh, let me see. I I put it on the uh, telephoto camera of the iPhone, just held it down right by the ground, um, pretty close to the ground anyway, uh, just a few inches above the ground, upside down. And I just tapped on the leaf right about a third of the way up the frame or almost halfway up the frame. Mm -hmm. And I took the shot. And what I did was I used, I used Snapseed to edit this. And in Snapseed, I did, you know, I did the usual contrast and all that stuff, Mm -hmm. um, saturation and whatnot. But I also put a little bit of glamour glow on the image to help Mm. really um, blur out that background a little more, uh, more so than, than when it was actually the way it looked on when I first took it, because I just wanted to really, um, I kind of wanted to emulate a real telephoto lens that you'd have on Mm -hmm. a, like a DSLR and, and uh, with the, with the reflex lens, it really, um, it kind of blurs around the outside anyway. Like it's it's pretty good for doing a mm. close up portrait because mm-hmm. it really blurs the background. But you put that on the telephoto lens of the iPhone and it really blurs it. So when I when I when I did the edit, I wanted to uh, um, put the glamour glow on there just to really emphasize that. Now, as far as composition goes, uh, I you know. Typically, I would put the horizon line a little lower in the frame, but I wanted to just show a little bit of the trees at at the top. The track goes, the leading lines of the track go right to the center, but then as you can see, the track veers off to the right. And I didn't want, like I wanted the, um, 
I wanted that corner where it, where the tracks turn the corner. I wanted them to kind of just go into the no into nowhere land where you can't really see where they're going, and so that's why I didn't really. I, I I could have stood up and taken the shot, but I got down low so that everything was, you know, really compressed horizontally or vertically, and um, it it kind of just disappears off to the right in, into the trees, and you can't even mm-hmm. really tell where it goes. But um, my focal point was those, there's a a couple of leaves right by the second railroad tie from the bottom of the frame. And that's, um, that's about the only thing that's really sharp in the whole thing. Everything else is blurry because of the lens and the way I took it. Um, So, you know, I just, uh, I wanted to kind of give it a bit of mystery and, um, you know, if I if I could take this over again, I would have centered the phone up a little better in the tracks. But um, I kind of wanted those leaves to be almost in the center of the frame, and that's that's basically how it ended up the way it is. Yeah, and honestly, if you also if you would have centered the uh, tracks, you would have lost the part where it goes off to the right. Yeah, in the distance. Yeah, I think you're right there too. Because right now it kind of goes off to the right, but it doesn't. You can tell it doesn't completely go off to the right. Yeah, you know it's hard to tell if it goes to the right and straight or the right and turns around. Yeah, yeah. Um, Spoiler alert: I think it goes to the right and goes right around. Like it it starts to make it. Uh, There's almost a stop sign. Yeah, there's a stop sign off in the distance. But the other thing to mention is that. This works with the built-in camera app, too. If you're doing a very low-angle camera shot like this, turn the phone upside down, mm-hmm. take your photo, and when you bring it back, it will correct it so your photo will not be upside down again. Yeah, yeah, that's so right. So it does use a gyroscope to say, oh, even though the phone is upside down, that's the top of the photo, that's the bottom of the photo. Okay, now that you moved it, I'm adjusting the phone photo to the way it should be yeah yeah not to the way the camera was but to how the world is yeah because i've done that uh, actually on railroad tracks also um where i just hold it upside down and that way you can get it right on the ground almost yeah Mm, sorry to Um, take the picture yeah and i'm looking at the data on my phone for that image and it was mm-hmm. not on the telephoto camera i apologize it was on the wide camera or the main camera but i hit the 2x mm. that the 14 pro has okay um, yeah so that kind of helped that nice uh, little feature there yeah that that kind of helped uh uh compress the image a bit but as far as cropping goes i think all i did was take a little wee bit off the top uh let me see here no, you know what? That is uncropped, completely uncropped. I thought I took a little bit oh, off wow. the top, but I didn't. So, yeah, that's uh, that's exactly the way I shot it. But um, yeah, so uh, trying to emulate a big zoom on a big boy camera, and that was the result. <laughs> so your second one. Let me bring that up here. So this is uh, first of two uh, Christmas lights I took. So we did a little driving around before Christmas and to see what the different Christmas lights is. And this is in the upper part of Oakmont. 
mm-hmm. uh, which is uh, two towns over. And this is newish homes. I want to say 1980s, 1990 type things. Mm-hmm. And you can see this is a big, this is a big old home. It is. Yeah. <laughs> um, And I love the way that they had the trees lit up in the bushes in front of the house and how that lit up the front of the house. Yeah. But you still could see some of the, if you look on the right hand side or the, um, you can see the, the, the wreath on there, but you can still see, and this is something to keep in mind. Um, if you have a big old window, like these people do mm-hmm. that's above the front door and to our right, um, you can see in the house. Yeah. You know, the fact that there's all these lights, it doesn't just blow out the inside of the house. Um, you can see where they have some blinds down, but I just between that and the fact it was cloudy that night. Yeah. So it wasn't a clear night and the sky, you know, it just makes a nice contrast because, you know, where it is lit, it's pretty sharp. But the yeah. sky, because it is, you know. This was taken. Let me try. I'm gonna try to see here when it was when I took it. Um, <laughs> I'll say it was taken late at night. No, it wasn't. It was taken quarter till six. Okay. <laughs> uh, of course, that's the one horrible part of the year. It's like, oh yeah, it must be really late. Really late. What time oh, is it? I know. Five o'clock. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, this was taken like quarter after six. A uh, quarter till six, so it's not late. It was early in the day, early-ish mm-hmm. in the evening. Yeah, but just how the clouds were, um, they looked a little. Do uh, you get a lot of texture in the clouds? Yeah, yeah. You know, it was not a clear night. It was it was quite overcast. Uh, but because the lights are so bright, the rest of the like the trees in the background, the rest of the house in sil- is in silhouette. Mm-hmm. And the the sky being a little textury if you will i wouldn't call it threatening but there's a definite texture to it mm-hmm, yeah i i did do this in uh lightroom just because i wanted to do a little more fine tuning than just simply warm cold you yeah, know do yeah. i want it warmer do i want it cooler it turned out some of the greens were the green was kind of overpowering and using lightroom mobile including the the free you know the, the non-paid type Mm -hmm. uh you can actually just go in there select green and then change just the green itself yeah so did you and so i i I kind of turned down yeah Yeah. the the green only green only i took it down because it just made everything look green and overwhelmed everything else yeah well i like that you did that because it keeps the the yellowish color of the bricks you know looking more Mm -hmm. the way they probably should and um uh, you know, and and speaking of the bricks, you, you've got lots of texture in there still. Uh, you, you know, yeah. hail hail deep fusion. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, it 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 different different spots throughout the house. You could see really see the texture. I mean, it's almost like they're made either a little bit wet from some pre- precipitation or um, possibly just maybe just not a, a perfectly aligned. Bit of wear. Yeah, yeah, maybe, I think maybe that, some wear. I would say yeah. that and a little bit of wear, a little bit of wear. <laughs> yeah. And it was probably just because this was from a distance. So this was with the uh, the zoom lens. Okay, yeah. So, yeah, this is, from, this is actually from the zoom, using the zoom lens, a 77. 
Mm-hmm. Um, also, this was from a car. Yeah, yeah. So I parked the car. I turned off the light so you didn't get like a, you know, the car lights going straight on. Yeah. Stuck my hand out the window. And then took the picture that way. Just because you try to take a picture through the window. It doesn't matter how clear and dry you make it. It's not oh, going to yeah. be that clear and dry. Yeah, no, it's so you're <laughs> so actually. Luckily, it was warm enough. It wasn't an issue. Your car was facing this dead on, was it? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. The way the road goes, the road kind of goes right towards oh. the house. Okay. Okay. Which I would find exceptionally annoying that yeah. you would have people coming around the bend and, you know, you're you're pretty much at the T-bone there of the road. Yep. Mm-hmm. And you notice that in front of the house, there are almost no, like, big security trees bushes that hide the house or would break the light coming in from people driving around yeah that's right it's pretty open yeah yeah well yeah, uh, I, I like it's just the contrast and also using the dehaze tool oh yeah in okay. uh, light removal that that's always a, a one that i try to use that yeah. just seems to like a magic eraser almost yeah take some grime away well i really like that the the roof itself is just a silhouette. Um, mm-hmm. All that's lit up is the the front face of the house itself. And that's basically it. And it's just lit up by the trees outside. Um, there's lights on inside, sure, uh, in, in some of the rooms. But, um, but yeah, it's it's just a really cool shot. And I like the, the crop, the 16 by 9. Uh, it really works well. You know, there's just the right amount of, of sky. Um, you've got, you know, compositionally, you've got the trees in the background, all, you know, not, they're not cut off on the top, which is good. And, um, you know, they're, they're cut off a little bit the side, but that's okay because everything, get, you know, it, it, it just runs right. out the side, but it really works well in a 16 by nine crop. Mm-hmm. And one thing that I think someone also mentioned from an earlier podcast, if you take it in 16 by nine. Mm-hmm. You don't lose the information though, because if you take it, you're really taking a four by three shot. It's yeah, just yeah. cropping what it shows you sixteen by nine. Yeah. So if I wanted to go into, well, like I said, I edited in Lightroom Mobile, which kind of kills the undoing part that you can do with a lot. Mm-hmm. But if you go into the, if you take a shot in sixteen by nine, go, oh, I wish I would have captured a little bit above a little. You can go in and basically. Put it, push it back to a four by three. In the photos app. In the photos app, yeah. Yeah. yeah and then, that's, that's or if you're like, know. oh, I just want to slide up or down my, yeah, um, yeah. you know, the, the the framing. You can do that. You can just, you know, change it that way, or you know, keep it as a sixty-nine, or change it to another um, aspect ratio if you want to. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, that's interesting. Um. So my second one is the one with the sun. It's a sun dog. And this was taken the same day as the uh, the first one with the railroad, railroad tracks. Mm. Um, so I tried to situate myself with, you, you can see, you know, tree, very slim, uh, thin tree branches on both sides of the frame. And I tried to put the sun dog kind of right right between the two of them so i had to kind of sidestep a little bit to get 
in the right spot. And then I tried to get the sun dog as close to the center of the frame as I possibly could. Um, as you can see by the green dot, I didn't succeed. So when I cropped it, um, I cropped it in darkroom. Mm. And in darkroom, in the center of the crop is a little circle. And I put that right in the middle of the sun. So the sun is right in the middle of the of the final final crop of the image. And um, so this is overlooking, uh, there's a harbor to the left. You can really, can't really see much detail there because it's, um, um, I mean, it was so bright shooting directly at the sun that a lot of the mm -hmm. stuff on the, on the ground there got um, silhouetted out, which is fine. I, I mean, I, I'm, I'm okay with that because I didn't really care about the detail in the foreground. Um, there's a sun glare on the water and uh that thing sticking up in the middle i could have taken that out that's one of those um uh big windmills and if you look closer oh, to the lower right okay. you can see a bunch of them in there it's it's like a wind farm and uh okay i can know, see the 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 one oh i see it now yeah they're oh wow i would say the especially the ones on the bottom right they're really hard to see yeah and and i shot this 48 megapixels so if I had done it in 12 megapixel, they'd be even worse. But um, yeah, well, I'm uh, saying they're not small. They're not hard to see. They're, they're hard to see because they're small. Yeah. Yeah. Not because of its being blurry. But from that distance, especially these types of windmills where the actual blades are very thin. Yeah. Once you get from a distance, you can't tell if what they're wind, if they're windmills or if they're just power lines or if they're trees even. Yeah, yeah. The that's one right. on the left, you obviously can, but the one on the right, once you get to a certain distance, it's really hard to see, you know, any other anything else going on. Yeah. Um, but I mean, for me, the the important part was getting the whole sun dog itself, and mm -hmm. the original um, unedited image looks a lot more bland. Like it, it there's not much. Uh, mm. You know, not much differentiation between inside the ring and outside the ring. So I I did some mm. contrast and clarity stuff in in darkroom, and I actually even saturated a bit to help bring out the uh, along just above the horizon line. You can see some, you know, a bright line of light in the clouds mm -hmm. there, and then a couple of dark clouds. You know, I, that the contrast really helped. Uh, that separation between the highlight and shadow and then um, saturation actually helped bring out the color a little better. And, uh, mm. but that's about all I did. I think I actually, the, uh, the only other thing I did was maybe put a little bit of a vignette on it just to, um, you know, darken the corners a little bit and bring more emphasis to the center of the frame where the sun dog is. Mm -hmm. And, uh, but yeah, that's about it. Um, as far as, the rest of the clouds go. There was no cropping or, or um, cropping, no no cloning or anything. It was just that's just the way they looked. And uh, it's not very often you see these things, but when they do, I I, I like yeah. to try to capture a photo one. And I actually had a half decent um, scene this time, looking out over the water. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, most definitely. Uh, yeah. So your last one. It's another Christmas pick. Mm hmm. 
But they did something different this time, something kind of neat. They lit up the trees with red and green spotlights from below. Yeah, that looks really cool. So it, Yeah, so it has a really nice kind of glowy, just kind of a glow feature to it. Um, it's almost, if they weren't red and green in Christmas, it would almost be spooky. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Uh, it is definitely stick season. Um, this was done in a four by three uh, aspect ratio just because how close I got to the tree um, to get the, the entire scene in. Yeah. Uh, this is also one where I did not turn off the headlights of the car. If you notice to the bottom right, okay. uh, you can see the lit, the road is lit very, very well here. Yeah. But so that kind of adds probably, to it, though. Yeah. I, I mean, I sh- probably should have um, did it at that time because, I don't know, it just would have kind of a bigger thing only having the red and the green as your main light sources there. Yeah. But I think, like I said, it still turned out pretty good there. Um, I'm thinking this is more of a main off a main road. So for safety reasons, I kind of had to keep the lights on. Oh, yeah, right. Um, yeah. but I just love the, 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 especially with the trees being sticks, uh, you know, no leaves here, the red and green lights work a lot better. than I think if they wouldn't even ha- if they would have had, um, leaves in the tree, if they were evergreens. Oh yeah. You know? Yeah, for sure. Um, and you can tell that on the bottom, right. They did it to another set of trees they have on the other side of the property. Yeah. But. Yeah, but the one that's right in front of you is a combination of red and green lights versus only being red or only being green. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it, it they, they almost look like arteries and veins, though. They do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, it was just really striking. It was just something different. Yeah. Yeah. It's cool. You just don't see that many people lighting their house in their yard like this. <clears throat> yeah. Now, what I like too is the, um, um, you know, just off the center, which is good, you've got the big tree in the foreground, and then off to each side, and almost equally distant from the edge of the frame, you got a green one on the left and a red one on the right. So spacing them out, I mean, you you stop the car in just the right spot, it seems. And, um, you know, having a little bit cut off the top, that's fine. It, it's, uh, um, I mean, it, yeah. it gives you a sense of of how big the tree is and it looks like it's a fairly big one too. So yeah. Um, yeah. And, you know, and, and the lights kind of run out up there too, if you notice. Yeah. Yeah. You, you kind of run out of red just because it's so far away from the lights down below. Yep. Uh, this was night mode. I just double checked it. It was night mode. Okay. Uh, this was around just around the same time I took the other photo. Oh yeah. Um, and this was with the wide lens. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And well, I did a little adjusting for, for the sky too. Um, oh, okay. because the sky originally, I didn't do a full blown replacement, but the sky was a little blander, if you will. Mm-hmm. So it just, this gave it a little more, uh, contrast between the two. Okay. And did you add a vignette or was it naturally dark like that around the um, edge? Um, I did add a bit of vignette here. I did okay. add a little bit of a darker vignette because yeah. I just wanted to focus on the main part and what it 
uh, made darker around the edges, there really yeah. wasn't much there. So whatever likely was coming that way, I didn't really want the uh, people's the eye to go in that direction. It was really the, like you said, the big tree in the middle is kind of the focal point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the other trees, which are smaller and in the background, highlight, but it's kind of the the big tree in the middle there, which kind of gets grabs your attention. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's really cool. Um, I, I can't I can't get past the veins in the arteries now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it looks like a great big lung. <laughs> it does. It does. Yeah, definitely yeah. throws you off. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's cool. Um. So my third one was just taken a few hours ago here. Um, we were uh, out for dinner at Montana's. I don't know if you guys have the Montana's chain down there. Um, it's like a a, a Western uh, type of bar and restaurant or whatever. And we were sitting at a table, and I just looked down towards the exit. And I saw this, the the Christmas tree down there and I thought, you know, with the floor, you know, you can see the wear and tear on the floor, um, Mm -hmm. where people do, you know, walk through a lot. And, uh, you know, it just, it just kind of caught my eye. So I just put the phone on the table to hold it steady. I used, um, I believe it was the three, uh, the three X and just took the shot. Um, mm, okay. no, no cropping or anything. Uh, I just, I just did a quick edit and photos on this one. Um, you know, saturation, stuff like that, contrast and a little bit of vignette. And I think that's all I did to it, but, uh, I just thought it kind of looked cool looking down towards the door mm-hmm. of the tree. And, uh, the, the one thing that, um, that kind of was really interesting was that the sky outside is really blue looking when, but when you look at it with just our eyes, it just looked gray. So I oh. thought it was kind of funny how the phone, uh, you know, that's why they call it blue hour, I guess, because uh, a camera mm-hmm. sensor will just really turn that blue. It seems. So, you know, it was just yeah, an interesting. The rest of the image isn't, is, isn't like, um, like a cool tint to it or a cold tone. No, no. You know, there's a lot of warm colors on the inside. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's basically the decor of the whole place. It's all like this mm-hmm. warm wood and everything else. And uh, yeah, so. Uh, and I, you I know, love the, the, the almost the leading lines that lead to the tree. Yeah, yeah. With, with the wear on the floor and and um, I mean, everything just, you know. You're just kind of like almost like a Stanley Kubrick thing. You're looking almost down a hallway type of thing towards subject. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's it's a yeah, very cool. Not not something I would shoot all the time, but it just kind of caught my eye while we're sitting there, and I thought, yeah, yeah, you know what? Mm-hmm. The photographer in me's got to take a picture of this. <laughs> so that's my restaurant shot, <laughs> and that is our recent photos, and I, I hope we. Um, did due diligence with talking about, you know, more than just the story behind it, but, you know, some of the photographic elements of the, of the images. And I think over time, Dave, I think we'll get better at that too, you know, oh yeah, figuring out the, the, the composition and all that stuff and why we did what we did. So, um, and we want to balance it out. We don't want to 
go into too little detail or too much. So it it just takes time to, and we you know hear back from you either you know um, through the email or you know Twitter when Greg posts or their Instagram or the chat through Facebook. Yeah, you know we yeah. definitely love to hear back from people. Oh, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and this is our last show of the year. So I I won't be talking. It's hard to, you to believe. It's till... hard to believe. Yeah, I know. Um, you know, uh, I I I, I won't be. I pro- most likely won't be talking to you until next year. So that's going to be seem like forever away from now. But <laughs> yeah, true, um, true. <laughs> but uh, you know, and and you know, another thing to put in 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 the feedback is is do you like splitting these shows up like this? You know, last week we put out, uh, you know, stuff like uh, holiday shooting tips and stuff, and mm-hmm. and and this week is our our recent photos. Would you rather have that all in one, or do you like the fact that we're splitting it up and um, you know popping up in your feed? Basically, it's weekly instead of biweekly. Let us know. You know, we we want to know that kind of thing, and. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> And uh, and also give us more ideas of what you want to hear. Um, oh yeah. I mean, <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Sometimes Dave and I will get on here. And we do this. We, we we record over Zoom, and we'll get on there and we'll say, or maybe it's earlier in the day. We might text each other and say, "Well, what do you want to talk about tonight?" Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but um, you know, we, we've got a few ideas and and whatnot. So it's uh, we always come up with something. And this is the oh, yeah. time of year when there's really not a lot of news to talk about. So. Um, probably not till maybe the spring or something, but you know, there's, there's, there's iOS updates that come out and all that stuff. But I mean, there's so many people talking about that stuff anyway, that, uh, you know, we don't need to, unless there's something really big in the, in the camera or something like that that comes out, but, um, hasn't happened this time around, but anyway, well, Dave, remind everybody where they could find you. Sure. You can find me on most social media as ProfPod, except for TikTok as ProfPodTGH, and the Facebook uh, group, both chat and the board, as Dave Podner Jr. Already. You can find me on, uh, let's see, Instagram, Macmillan Photo, uh, Mastodon, link in the show notes, same with Dave, and um, Vero, Glass. Uh, I, I put all my my most recent stuff on glass and um, I'm just at Greg on there. And uh, there's links in the show notes for all the places you can find us. And um, you know, it's, it's been uh, a pretty good year for the podcast. We've, we've gone through, gone through some growth and um, we're very happy about that. And uh, you know, we're just going to keep putting out more stuff and um, who knows, maybe we'll even, revive the youtube channel a little bit with some like you know little short videos of how to do stuff or whatever like like last week we talked about slideshows maybe we can throw together a video and and put a a short on about how to put these slideshows together um you know that's just a thought that came into my empty head right now so who knows but um you know we're always looking for ways to um bring you better stuff and we hope that everybody had a good year and uh, we wish everybody all the best for the new year coming up. Most definitely. 
Yeah. So on that note, I guess we'll see you all on the next one. Have a great one, everyone.